Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 15, 2021. It is President's Day, uh, but I was still led to share the word. I don't normally share the word on a holiday, but I'm doing it today. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. I believe that the Lord has declared some things over our lives for 2021. I believe that 2021 is a season of new levels for us where we will level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. But when God decrees something or declares something, that means it's available to us. We still have to be intentional about it. If we want to receive everything that God has already provided, we are going to have to pursue progress on purpose. We must be intentional. So understanding that we must be intentional, I told you that we would study progress on purpose and pursue progress on purpose in five areas. I said that we would cover spiritually, and I did that already, financially. In 2021, God wants us to level up in all of these areas, spiritually, financially, physically. I covered that one already too. Internally, that's where I'm at right now, which is number four, and then finally externally. And so I'm dealing with everything on the inside, and then we're going to deal with things on the outside. So as it relates to the inside, I said that we would cover four things. Number one, not just four like messages, but four topics. Number one is being anxious for nothing, not being stressed out, not allowing yourself to fall into fear or worry or doubt or unbelief or depression or despair. That's kind of where we are right now, being anxious for nothing. Number two is receiving unshakable peace. Number three, having joy and peace in believing. And then number four, relaxing your mind and get it to the point where you understand that Physical and psychological rest is important. Rest is spiritual. So we're going to deal with all of those things. So on Friday, I dealt with a message about divine mental health. And that message blessed a lot of people. Like I said, if you haven't watched that, please go back and watch divine mental health. Go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina and it's there or go to todaysword.org. Now, I'm going to flow in that same vein today. I'm actually going to go back to the same scriptures that we looked at on Friday and I'm going to pull that string a little bit further. And I believe that this message is going to be a blessing to you. So with that said, let's get into it. I have three things to share with you in this morning. What does this mean for you today? Three things. These are the two scriptures that we're, that we're dealing with. And then we'll get into the three things. So Proverbs 4 and verse 23 from the easy to read version, the Bible says, above all, be careful what you think because your thoughts control your life. Let me read that again. Above all. Be careful what you think. Why? Because your thoughts control your life. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses three through five. I broke this down on Friday. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So three things for you this morning. Right now, I want you to rid your mind, rid your heart of all distractions. I want you to lock in three things. Number one, here we go. Taking control of your thoughts and aligning them with God. That's what I want to talk about first. I want, I want you to, to think about yourself taking control of your thoughts and then aligning those thoughts with God, right? 
And so from Friday's message, I have to read something that I said that is kind of set. It will set the stage for this point. I said that our minds are constantly flooded with thoughts from three places, either one ourselves two the adversary, Satan or three God. So we must learn to discern which thoughts are from whom so we can know which ones to receive and which ones to reject. And this is critical because your thoughts lead to actions. Every action, good or bad, starts with a thought. One quick way of knowing that the, thought, that the thought did not come from God is knowing that the thought is contrary to the word of God because the spirit of God would never lead you contrary to the word of God. So when I got to that point, several people asked me to kind of add a little bit more to that, to pull that string a little bit further. So let's talk about that for a minute, how you got all this, these thoughts in your mind and how renewing your mind and thinking like God and aligning your thoughts with God is, is absolutely critical. Uh, we have to renew our minds to be able to do it though, right? So let me explain. So there's three parts of you. I've shared this with you before, but it's worth repeating. There are three parts of you. You, just like there's three parts of God. Our God is a tripartite being and you and I, we are tripartite beings as well. God is Father, Son, Spirit. We are spirit, soul, body. So there's three parts of you. You are a spirit. Y your spirit possesses a soul. This, and then your spirit and your soul live in this body for right now. Right. So there's three parts of you. And so let me explain kind of what happened the day that you were born again. So the day that you were born again, for me, it was August 27, 1995. Maybe you know the day, maybe you don't. But the day that at some point, if you're born again, you gave your life to Christ. Right. So the day that you were born again, because there's three parts of you, the part that changed was your spirit. Your spirit was born again. And then the Holy Spirit comes in and, and connects with your spirit. And the Bible says that God's spirit bears witness with your spirit that you're a child of God. So now your spirit was made new. The day you were born again, your spirit was made new. And then, so that's your spirit. That's past tense, already new. One day, your body is going to be made new. So I talked about physical exercise and all that already and eating right and diet and exercise. But one day, you're going to get a, a brand new body. And so one day, you know, you'll get a glorified body and you will be forever with the Lord with that glorified body. So if there's three parts of you and think of it this way, your spirit was changed instantly the moment you were born again. So your spirit was changed, past tense, already done. Your body will be changed at some point, but your soul is what's being changed now. Let me say it again. So your spirit was changed instantly, your soul is being changed progressively. Your body will be changed eventually, right? And so what? So if that's the case, if my spirit is already changed and my body will be changed, then my focus right now, my singular focus is the transformation or the saving of my soul, the conversion of my soul. So my soul has to be changed. Now, what is in my soul? My soul contains three things, my mind, my emotions, and my will my thinker, my feeler, and my chooser. The way that I think, the way that I feel, the way that I make decisions is in my soul. And so Romans 12 and 2 says that I can actually renew my mind or renew my soul through the word of God. If I can get the word of God down in my heart and the word, and I can align my thoughts with God's thoughts and I can believe what God believes about me and I can look in the mirror and see God's desires and I start seeing myself the way that God sees me. If I meditate and meditate on God's word long enough, I can actually get to the point where I think and act and make decisions like God in this world. And so the more I'm learning the word of God, the more I'm actually, the word of God contains the character, the attributes, the nature of God. So I'm studying the word of God to get to know the 
God of the word. And the more I know the word of God and the more I meditate and medicate on the word of God, the better I know the God of the word, the more I actually become like him. The more I think and feel and, and make decisions that align with his desire for my life. And if I do this long enough, John 15 and seven says, Jesus was like, you know what? Let me say something to you guys. If you abide in me, and you allow my words to abide in you, John 15 and 7, you can actually get to the point where you can ask for whatever you want. Because at that point, what you want is what God wants. What God wants is what you want. If you, you can actually get to the point where your mind is so renewed that you don't have a desire that's not God's desire. That you can ask for whatever you want because at that point, what you want is what God wants. Your desires are God's desires. You have, you have died to sin and self and selfishness. And if you get to that point where you die to sin and self and selfishness and your desires are God's desires and you see yourself the way that God sees you and I only want what God wants, then it's going to be easy. Going back to the three thoughts, it's going to be easy to filter out and to discern which thoughts came from God, which thoughts came from me, which thoughts came from Satan. What? Well, guess what? If I can get my soul to just think like God, then I already know that I'm in alignment over here. It's going to be real easy to pick out which thoughts are not from God, which thoughts are not from me because my, my soul is renewed. And so which thoughts I should receive and which thoughts I should reject. And all of this is happening on the inside. And this is all part of leveling up in 2021. You have to level up on the inside. Renewing your mind is critical because if you can get to the point where your mind is renewed through the word of God, and you're dead, like I said, to sin and self and selfish desires, then at that point, man, you will know what to think. You will know how to think. You will know what to focus on, what to apply. You will become the man, the woman that God called you to be. You will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased because you're not battling in your mind between selfish desires and God's desires and Satan's desires. No, at that point, you're at peace because your, your thoughts are in alignment with God's thoughts and it will be easy to see which ones are not and then re receive the ones from God and reject the ones from Satan. Say amen to that. You got it? Number two. This next point is real important too. Um, I told you on Friday, but I'm going to teach on this a little bit further today. Look at me. You don't have a feelings problem, right? So it, for people that are struggling with thoughts of depression and despair, you don't have a feelings problem. And I'm going to explain. So I dealt with de depression a little bit on Friday. I'm going to pull the string on it. So we discussed how uncontrolled thoughts can lead to uncontrolled feelings and the, the results can be devastating, even for a believer. This is how pastors commit suicide. This is how pastors leave the church. This is how you see somebody that's been walking with God for 30 years and all of a sudden they just, you know, they do something devastating and terrible because they lost the battle for their mind because they, I mean, their mind, that's it. Like it, it all starts in your mind. So let me, let me explain the progressive picture that Paul talked about in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Remember, it was thoughts and images and strongholds, right? Thoughts lead to images. Images lead to strongholds if uncontrolled. And so I'm going to teach along those lines as it relates to feelings today. So feelings are emotions or, or your emotions. The, the feelings are great. Emotions are great when you control them right? and you don't let them control you. Feelings were designed to enhance your life. But if you allow your feelings to be uncontrolled, which means your mind is uncontrolled, then you can, your feelings can make you miserable, right? So the job of your feelings, I told you on Friday, but I'm going to further, you know, kind of pull this string. The job of your feelings is to amplify your thoughts. Let me say that again. The job of your feelings is to amplify your thoughts. I like to teach by both precept and example. So let me give you an example that most of you can understand. Let's talk about going to church. You guys go to church, right? All right. So let's say you go to church. 
And on your way to the church, something, you know, whatever, let's say something happened. You were upset. You were thinking bad thoughts and you feel bad, but you get to church. And when you get to church now, you know, the service starts and they start with praise and worship, <laughs> upbeat songs, praise and worship, you know, and then you start to think back over your life and, and you start to think about all the things that God has done for you. And now, you, you know, these thoughts of praise and worship, let's say you participate. Now you have to participate though. You can't just sit there meditating on the wrong stuff, but let's say you participate in praise and worship and you get into it and they start singing upbeat songs for 10 or 15 minutes. And for 10 or 15 minutes, they're singing songs of all the things that God has done for you. And you're looking back and you're thinking about your life and all the things that God has done for you, man, you came in maybe feeling upset, but now that you've been there for 10, 15 minutes, your toe may be tapping, you know, you might find yourself clapping. Maybe you're not even a clapper, but you're clapping today, you know, and now you start to feel a little bit better because now you're participating in it. You're, you're changing your thoughts. You're thinking good thoughts. And so now you start to feel good. And then let's say that the praise and worship slows down. And now we start thinking about how we start singing about God and how great God is. And so now, and so now it slows down and let's say you participate once again. And so now you're, you're, you're in it, you're in worship and you start thinking about God and how great God is and how he's amazing. And so, and so how great is our God? And, and, and you're meditating on the goodness and the greatness of God. And so now maybe you're not a person that, that stands up, but now you, you might be standing up. Maybe you're not a person that lifts up your hands and you're like, Oh wait, what am I doing? That's why, because you're thinking about it. And because you're thinking about it, now you feel good. Now you're in the moment. Now you're lifting up your hands. Maybe you got what you, you might even have a couple of tears coming down your cheek, right? Finally, then the praise and worship shifts again. And now instead of singing about God, we're singing to God. Oh, Jesus. And now we start worship and we're ministering to God and we're singing directly to the father. And I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore. And so now I'm ministering to God. Once again, maybe that's not your thing, but you're like, oh, you get caught up in the moment. How did you get caught up in the moment? Because you're thinking about it. And if you think about it, you're going to feel it. You're going to be in it, right? Because now, so now let's say you in there for 30, 45 minutes, praises, worship is over. And you're like, Jesus. And now we're about to do tithes and offerings of the word. And you're like, oh my God. And so now the whole thing, the way that you felt before you got to church, that stuff is over. Why? Because you just spent 30 to 45 minutes thinking about God. So now you feel amazing, right? You got it. And then the word comes and you think about God even more. Got it. Let's say you can understand that. I think you can understand that. But if you can understand that, let's think about the opposite for a minute. Let's say that you went to work, you worked, you had a pretty good day. You come home, you get a phone call. As soon as you, you had a good day. And since you had a good day, you feel good. You get home, you get a phone call. You get a phone call with bad news. As soon as you get the bad news, it's like, oh my God. As soon as you, you're on the phone, and as soon as you got the bad news, it feels like someone, boom, punched you in the gut. Now, you were feeling good because you had a good day, but now you got terrible news. As soon as you got terrible news, boom, you feel like somebody punched you in the gut. So now you sit down, and you start to think about what you just heard. And now you meditate and medicate on that. And you nurse and rehearse that. Let's say you sit down. You don't call nobody nothing. You just sit there for 30 minutes thinking about what you just heard and thinking about terrible news. If you sit down and think about terrible news for 30 minutes and it goes over and over and over and over in your mind. And then that leads to this. And then that leads to this. And this leads to that. How do you think you're going to feel? You're going to feel terrible. Why? Because that's what you're thinking about. Now, let's say, remember the whole thing with praise and worship? Praise and worship was 30, 45 minutes. Let's say 
that you think about bad news, but not for 30 or 45 minutes. Let's say that you think about bad news for three or four hours. Uh Uh-oh. Now, how do you think you're going to feel? But no, no, no. Okay. Let's say you think about bad news for three or four days. How do you think you're going to feel? This is how Christians fall into depression because they're not controlling their mind. And then you go to a doctor. And once again, I told you that a doctor doesn't deal with the fruit. I mean, they're dealing with the fruit, not the root. A, a, A mental health professional can give you some pills and the pills can numb your feelings, but you don't have a feelings problem. You have a thinking problem. Your feelings are working. Your feelings are working. Look at me. Your feelings are working. Your feelings are amplifying your thoughts. If you're thinking bad thoughts, you're going to feel bad. Feelings, check. Feelings are working. So you don't have a feelings problem. You have a thinking problem. So the feelings are are not the issue. Thinking is the issue. A person with uncontrolled feelings is actually a person with uncontrolled thoughts. See, your mind is the control center for your life. If you can control the way you think, then you will be in control of the way that you live. Once again, what the, the wisest man in the Bible said, Proverbs 4 and 23, above all, be careful what you think because your thoughts control your life. So God has given you the grace. God has given you the grace to take control of every thought. Why? Because he wants you to live a controlled life. He wants you to be in charge. It's your mind. Look at me. It is your mind. And it will focus on whatever you tell it to focus on. Feelings will amplify your thoughts. So if you have bad thoughts and you don't control them, you're going to feel bad. And you don't have a feelings problem. You have a thinking problem. Successful people have a disciplined thought life. They tap into the grace of God to take control of their thoughts. Last point on this before I go to the last and final point. Your spirit is the real you. You are a spirit. You possess a soul. You live in a body. Your spirit is the real you, right? Your spirit can tell your soul if you renew your mind and you align your soul, your spirit can tell your soul how to think, how to feel, how to make decisions. And when you align with your, the Holy Spirit and not with the flesh and not with the world and you start thinking and feeling and making decisions like God, then listen, you will be in control of your life and this is how we level up in 2021. All right, number three and finally, last point for today and this will be a quick point as I close. Number three, if you can think the right thoughts, it will benefit you in many, many ways. So let me just give you some things here as I close. If you renew your mind, I'm keep coming back. This is Romans 12 and two. If you renew your mind to think and act like God, then a renewed mind is gonna lead you away from selfish desires. Dying to self won't be a problem for you because at that point, you're not struggling with my desires versus God's desires. No, because my desires are God's desires at that point. And so now that your desires and God's desires are in alignment, then you can actually live like 1 John 4 17. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. Because what I want is what God wants, and what God wants is what I want, and we're in alignment, and I've made an, an alignment with my divine assignment, and I believe what God believes about me, and I see myself the way that God sees me. Why? Because my mind is renewed. A renewed mind produces a prosperous soul. And once you prosper on the inside, it's only a matter of time before you experience prosperity on the outside, because, but it has to happen on the inside first. If you can't see it, you will never be it. If you can't see it, you can't have it. A renewed mind can ask for whatever it wants. First, uh, that was John 15 and seven. A renewed mind can ask for whatever it wants because it's not going to ask for selfish desires. At that point, a renewed mind is only asking for things that align with God's will. First John 5, 14 and 15 says, if you ask in accordance with my will, you already have it. And so, so, okay, now I got it. And then lastly, reading God's word, meditating, medicating on God's word day and night has a lot of benefits. And one of the greatest benefits is a renewed mind. Why? Because your thoughts control your life. (laughs) If you can control your thoughts, 
You can control every area and every aspect of your life. This is how we're going to level up in 2021. We're going to level up on the inside. We're going to level up spiritually, physically, financially, all of that stuff. Even in our relationships, we're going to deal with that too. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I take control of every thought. By taking control of my thoughts, I take control of my life. I tell my mind what what to meditate on. I direct my will to make decisions that align with your will and your purpose for my life. I, I no longer allow uncontrolled thoughts to lead to uncontrolled feelings. I don't live by feelings. I live by faith because I focus my thoughts on you and your word. I enter this day declaring that my mind is alert. My body is awake. My thoughts are sharp and in check. My focus is clear. My purpose is before me. My God is with me and my success is inevitable. I will never again allow my feelings to tell me how to feel. From this day forward, I tell my mind what to think. I tell my feelings how to feel. And I tell my will what to decide. I level up my life in 2021. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, right? Everything I said, you can get my notes for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address, and you're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day knowing that if you really want to level up, one of the things that you have to do is renew your mind so you could think and act like God. So you could see yourself the way that God sees you. You could believe what God believes about you. You control your thoughts you will control your life. So please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. And then also leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.